Okay, so today I am bringing you a special guest. Her name is Jamie Milam. She is actually in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina right now. And that's where she uh, has her home base and lives. We get to talk about travel. We get to talk about business, children, systems, lots of good stuff today. And Jamie is definitely one that you can look up to. She started out at the age of 15 on her own. She overcame drug addiction. She became a mother very early, but she didn't let this hinder her. So she got busy, had a goal, reached that goal, and now she's a very successful alignment coach. And also, um, she does real estate just like I do, and she helps female entrepreneurs develop a practice of self-awareness so that they can break free from the pressure and overwhelm. And so today we'll talk about systems, how to get rid of that overwhelm, how to be more focused on our businesses. But I love talking with Jamie. Again, I told her today that I could talk for hours, and hopefully we're going to get back together soon. And we're going to talk about Italy, uh, our businesses, and all the goodies, okay? So, without further ado, here's Jamie. Hello, darling. Welcome to Business Building by Design. Do you want increased sales and to scale your small business to a new level? Do you find yourself up late at night worrying about how to make more money and customer retention? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel frustrated and like you're spinning your wheels and it's not getting anywhere? Well, hello, I'm Emily and I'm here to help. I too have felt frustrated and like I was running in circles only to be right back where I started. I wanted to create more income, have a successful, sustainable business that I could count on without feeling like I was working myself to death. I thought there has to be a better way. I've learned the secret sauce to growing your small business, and I'm thrilled to share it with you. In this podcast, you'll find tips for attracting new customers, strategies for achieving your financial goals, and connecting with other women entrepreneurs just like you. So put on your walking shoes or grab that kombucha, and let's go. Anyway, all right, so I'm so happy today to have Jamie Milam, and uh, she is a, I guess, uh, entrepreneur herself, and she has overcome many, many uh, struggles throughout her her life, and um, today she's going to be talking to us about systems, but first I want Jamie to introduce herself, and then uh, talk to us a little bit about how you got where you are, your backstory, like I said before, I love it, I think it's amazing, and um, I, I know God has worked lots of miracles in your life, so anyway, so go ahead, Jamie, I'll let you get started. Mm, thank you so much for having me, Emily. It's a pleasure to be here. I love what you're doing um, out there in the space with entrepreneurs. So yeah, um, well, a little bit about my background. Uh, I've been on my own since about the age of 15. Uh, and as anyone can imagine, a teenager without any parental boundaries, you stray off into the unknown. <laughs> and for me, that led to a lifestyle of drug addiction. And when I turned 18, uh, I learned that I was going to become a mom. Um, excuse me, when I turned 19, I had my son at 19. And that for me was just like having to change everything because that meant that I needed to restructure my life uh, to give him the life that I truly wanted both of us to have. Um so, you know, that's kind of where it started. I, I ended up coming back. I rebuilt my entire life from a Rubbermaid storage tote that I picked up at the Goodwill because I was picking up some little baby clothes. 
Um, and I just, you know, for me, it was a matter of, I needed to put some systems in place in order to just rebuild my life. Sure. Um, that started off really slowly. I mean, some of the places that I lived in in the beginning, you know, were places that I wouldn't want anybody to live in. But each time it was a growth process. And I was really grateful for being able to just build on the last growth step. Uh, so I would say that it, for me, systems became something that was the answer for me to get myself restructured. It was also a way for me to make sure that I didn't fall back into that lifestyle. Uh, I needed a plan. And in order for me to have a plan, I had to reverse engineer my plan, which reverse engineering, I would say probably has become one of my number one systems that I use on a regular basis, so much so that my brain just does it naturally at this point. But when you're a single mom and you're, you know, working two jobs, you decide to go back to college full time, you know, full like 15 hour semesters, you have to have a plan in place. You have to have a system for figuring out how to move all of those moving parts. Um, so I would definitely say that systems and, and structure and purposeful planning was something that I've been doing for the last 17 years now and really led to a lot of financial success. Additionally, on top of that, what I will say is because, you know, sales and entrepreneurship both are very much effort and reward driven. The more effort that you put in, it seems like the more reward that you get when you start to build that momentum. And, you know, when you start off and you are doing life in such a below baseline level, there can be this sense of like addiction to I've got to succeed. I have to prove myself. I need to show myself that I am not that person that I was, that I'm worthy of, you know, praise for building something. And honestly, I think that that, that really overcame me for a while as well. Uh, you know, the pandemic showed everybody a lot of different things. Sure. And for me, that also allowed me to kind of see I'd been living a life of hustle and everything looked great, but on the inside, things were kind of falling apart. My marriage was falling apart. Uh, I realized I wasn't really growing the life that I truly wanted. In my mind, I thought I was because I thought I was doing it financially. And I was, I was, you know, a half million dollar business, but I wasn't taking the time to go do the things that I wanted to earn that money for in the first place. Sure. Um, you know, I, I went through separation. I'm now divorced and I went on a solo trip to Italy and I realized, man, am I building the business that I truly want to have so that I can have the life that I want to have in, you know, five to 10 years? Is this how I still want to keep doing things and decided it's not. So I came back. I've taken quite a bit of time rebuilding my, my systems to be in alignment with what that bigger vision is, creating boundaries around my time and my space, because my son's going to be 18 next year. Uh, time is flying by and I have, and that, that is so precious. We cannot get back our time. And so now it's a matter of how can I make sure that my systems are getting me more time, that I'm being more productive in the time that I have allocated for the part of my business so that I can still have a personal life as well, right? We want to integrate Absolutely. both. Sure. 
And I feel like that we get caught up in that and we we're just spinning our wheels. We think we're being productive. We think we're accomplishing all these goals, but in reality, we're doing just that. We're spinning our wheels. So it, having systems in place, and it took me a long time to get those systems. I Similar situation, like I was working, seeing the fruits of my labor, but everything was a mess. So I had to stop. And you do have to take that time to implement those systems. And it's hard. And you'll talk a little bit about that. Um, how, you know, when you first start, it's it's getting in that routine, developing those, getting used to that and actually implementing them without starting and stopping, starting and stopping. So how can implementing systems in your personal and professional life lead to greater productivity and success? Oh, well, when you know what you're working towards, right? And you know what your top priorities are in your business. And again, that's top priority should be your top income producing activities. When you know what those are, because you've taken time to slow down, Pay attention, become aware, look at what's converting, look at what is the busy work that I think I should be doing to have this outside perspective of, you know, you know, people looking inward and looking like it's success. Like who cares what it looks like? Is it actually successful? Is it actually converting? That's where your attention should be. When you have taken the time to purposefully plan and become aware of what your bigger goals are. And again, reverse engineering those. Then you are seeing the importance of the activities that you're doing every single day. You've connected those activities to your bigger purpose, your why, whatever's driving you for whatever that revenue goal is. And so if you're able to say to yourself, okay, I'm not going to work 60 to 80 hours. Y'all, if you're an entrepreneur, especially if you're full-time doing this, You did not get into entrepreneurship so that you could work more hours than you were at your corporate job. You got into it so you could have freedom for your time, flexibility for your time. And so you have to create those boundaries. It's really easy for new and growing entrepreneurs to break their own boundaries. Um, I remember very, very intentionally, you know, July 1st, 2020, uh, I changed my voicemail and I straight up put out there. If you've reached me after 7 PM or on a Sunday or on a holiday, I will return your call the next business day because I had to set expectations up in my business. And for me, that was enough. I don't care if you left me a voicemail, asking me to call you back or not. I set the expectation I'll call you back because now I am leaving time for me to be present in my personal life where it matters as well. So when you've done that and you've set those expectations around what your time boundaries are, you're going to be more productive during the work week. Now, I also want to say I'm a huge proponent for self-awareness. The best way to realize that there's something to become more aware of is identifying when you start to feel pressure and overwhelm, when you feel overwhelmed, it's time to stop to say, okay, what is causing me overwhelm right now? And it might be that everything is in chaos or I'm hiring somebody new. I don't know where to start, or I just lost an employee and oh my goodness, where, what does she leave off at? Where are we at in this next launch or this next event? What happens is we start to see like, we don't have a system in place to just let this run like a well-oiled machine. So when you have documented processes, because 
we all have a system. We just may not realize we're doing it. The way right. that you get up and work your morning routine, that's a system, right? If you're, how you're lead generating, how you're reaching out to people, how you are planning your next launch or your course or your, an event, those are systems. Document them because you're likely able to find steps in there that you repeat on a regular basis. They may even be templated and then you can set up automated automated emails or use a task management system so that you can set up automation. Again, with a documented process, then you can also add in leverage and delegate to somebody else when you're ready. So the systems in place as a solopreneur sets you up so that you can scale because now your tasks are duplicatable, they're sustainable, we know that they're working, and now we know exactly what pieces we can leverage and delegate out, whether that's to a platform for automation or to a person for automation. And then it can keep on running in the background and you feel at ease because you get to focus on your top income producing activities in your business. You get to shut down when the time comes and you get to with the people in your life. Absolutely. So, so tell me, um, how people can tailor their systems to their unique needs. Do you use, uh, like I use MasterCast. So is there a program you use? Do you have your own? How do, how do you come about that? You know, it's fascinating. What we tend to do with all, uh, almost everybody, we go through first and identifying, in order to figure out what it is for you, it's, let's start with some of the basics first. Let's talk talk about what your target goal is for the year. And I say this, it sounds so basic, but I've worked with clients that will come in and they'll say, oh yeah, I want to make $200,000 this year. And I'm like, okay, why? Like, what is that funding, right? Is that enough to cover your, your bills, your, which is your personal expenses, your business expenses, your life by desire expenses, plus your taxes because you're self-employed, you know? And are we planning ahead? And sometimes it's like, well, I don't know. I just... $200,000 is my number. Right. And then we find out that they need far less than that. They can't even spend that much money in the extra things that they want to do or have. So it's setting a, a pressured space for a number of sales to hit that, that number. That's almost unnecessary. Doesn't mean that we won't get there eventually. Right. And sometimes we find out that it's not enough. Sure. You know, it's not encompassing the taxes or that you don't actually know what you're spending in your business. Right. So getting clear on what the numbers are for you and then saying, okay, so now that we know what the target sales number is, then what do we, what does it look like in terms of how you're going to get there? So we'll create a roadmap, right? We look at three pillars and we're going to find our top five strategies in each of those pillars to focus on for the year that's going to get us there. And again, I want to, I want to point out, this is a roadmap, kind of like a GPS, right? Just like you plug in an endpoint in your GPS, you might make a wrong turn. You might have to do a U-turn or circle around the block to get back on track. There's a fast way. There is the shortest way. So just like a GPS, there's more than one way to get to your goal. So if you don't know what's right for you, then we have to try on a couple of things. Sure. And in the process, we're checking in with ourselves to see how is our energy? How are we feeling about 
the goals and the activities that we're doing. Does this feel natural? Does this not feel natural? Is this exciting? Or do I dread it every time I get to my computer? Like that's probably not an alignment with something about your personality. Now, when it comes to documenting what you're doing or getting your tasks, your top priorities in line, I love ClickUp. Uh, I've been using ClickUp now for about six years. Um, in, in the very beginning, it was at the most basic level right. <laughs> uh, because it was overwhelming, quite frankly, any sort of task management. Um, I tell people too, it, even if it's just your calendar, right? Color blocking your calendar so that we can see what are the activities that you're doing and have we left room there? Um, I, color coding or your CRM or a spreadsheet. There, It's about finding whatever is going to work. Right. If ClickUp is too overwhelming or Asana or Trello or any of those things are too overwhelming, then you sit down with your calendar on Sunday evening and you plan out your top priorities. And then you have a running list maybe somewhere else of like the little things that you'd like to get to. I know a gal who uses sticky notes and she puts on her sticky note, like the amount of time that she thinks that it would take to do that. Uh So when she has filler moments or maybe somebody cancels something, she'll put that in that place, which I think that's a really cool system, right? So I'm a huge proponent that my way is not the only way. So if, if we try, if you don't have a way at all, let's try this way. And if that doesn't work, then let's test on what's going to be right for you. Because at the end of the day, we just want to build consistency. And I think that's so true. Like all of us are different. Our schedules are different. We have different needs and different priorities in our lives, you know, and two, they change. So it's got to be something that's living and breathing that you're able to um, adjust as you grow. Just like, you know, your son is 18. Well, mine, my schedule is different now since my boys are grown and out of the house than it was when they were small. So, you know, I feel like we have to adjust. We have to be able to um, take these and know that they're going to change. And if you're not evolving, I say that your, your business is dying. So you've got to make sure that you're evolving even with your systems. And, you know, and my system may be totally different because I'm a realtor. I own businesses. I'm all over the place. You know, we do not get to sit at a desk all day long. So it's totally different for us than it may be for someone else. So kind of speak to that, how people, you know, like us, we have no schedule. It's we have a schedule within our no schedule. So it, I sit down on Sunday night and I look at my my things that are my appointments that I have ahead. I know what has to stay. I know what can flex and I know what I can move around. So I think getting that in your head, figuring all that out is so important for you in your business. So speak to that just a little bit. Yes. So I am also a realtor. That is Mm -hmm. part of my core business. Um, And I do, I run three different businesses. So systems are important, especially when it comes to your calendar, time management, and again, setting expectations. So um, for me, I, for me, if it's not on my calendar, it doesn't exist and I will likely forget it. So that comes down to looking at my calendar. Again, it's color coded. I know what are my creative things. I know what are my appointment things. I know what my lead generation things are. My personal stuff is color coded. Um, my tasks, like the little reminders, call this person or that person. If it's, you know, it's still in my CRM, but my really big ones that I'm like, I cannot skip this also goes in my calendar. So 
again, it comes back down to finding a system that's going to work for you. Uh, you know, for me, it is knocking out that most important thing first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. Um, and that even comes down to my own self-care. If I don't exercise first thing in the morning, it's not going to get done. I know some people are not big morning people. So it's finding what will work for you. Then when it comes to that lead generation, uh, because if we don't have sales in our business, then we don't have a business. So however you're connecting with people to me, that has to be done and meeting your people where they are. So if lead generation for you doesn't make sense from 10, you know, nine to 10 in the morning, because, you know, you're running an online business and maybe your people aren't even in the same time zone, obviously that doesn't make sense. Or if your people are a group of folks that are, you know, after school type timeframes, then work it to where they are, Sure. but meeting them and making that a non-negotiable, right? That's the other piece of that for me. My other thing is, again, with my ClickUp, what I like to do is I give myself um, kind of like a time range. You know, I need to draft and schedule this and I move it in the week. I know when it I need to have it done. Mm-hmm. And so I have my deadline, but I always have it starting earlier. So mm-hmm. I have room for that flexibility. And then I have about four or five things that I tell myself must be done each week for the different parts of my businesses. Those are on like little sticky notes on my wall calendar next to my computer. So I can move them around in the week because those are my things that are like at my computer Um, to keep my business running, you know, moving forward with my podcast or with my Airbnb, with my coaching business as well. And so it's, for me, it is a mixture of systems. Sure. Uh, and I think that that's the thing is that you have to find something that's going to work for you consistently. If you told me that on Mondays, Mondays only could be my day for, you know, sh- showings and yeah. Tuesdays are my day for creation. <laughs> it's not going to work for me. Not gonna work. I, I don't yeah. like being boxed in. I don't like being constricted to that. I need to pay attention to my energy. I need, you know, if I've got a doctor's appointment or something happening yes. that day, I need to put in the activities that are, are going to work that will match my energy. Right. You know, some people coming into this just starting out, uh, you know, if you're used to going into a nine to five job, I would definitely suggest that you start out with a time block type system that sure. is, okay, I am doing my lead generation, then I'm in my emails, and then I'm going to do my content creation. And then I'm going to do X, Y, Z, right? So whatever that consistent step one, step two, step three is, now I've earned the right to move forward, then start there. Start with something with yourself, and then we can reflect and adjust. I think that's, yeah, key. And, And I'm very visual. So I like to, I like to highlight in my calendar. I like to have a notebook. I like to, um, you know, I have a whiteboard with our calendar. So everybody knows what's going on and when it's going on. But I also have a lead generation board that I write everything on. So it's, um, and what I guess in that process of writing that, it helps me remember, it helps me process. And some people are not that way. Like um, my boyfriend, he's, he's very, he can read from his iPad. He loves Kindle. He doesn't write as much where I need that. Even when I'm reading a book, I highlight and I underline and I make notes, you know, so my system's totally different from his system. He can just remember and it's good. 
But um, I think just making what works for you is key because if you're trying to implement somebody else's system and your schedule is totally different or maybe you don't like keeping up with your calendar online, then it's not going to work and you're going to drop it and you're going to go back to what you used to do. Yeah, I agree with that. The, the one thing that I would say in terms of entrepreneurship, again, if you don't have sales, you don't have a business, right? Is you have to have you're reaching out, creating new contacts, adding to your database or your pipeline and how you're following up with them. Sure. The fortune is in the follow-up. So you you might be able to say, I don't need to write this down or I don't need to plug in notes into a CRM. But when you are doing the quantity, there's no way you're going to remember the things that you really want to remember about that potential lead in order to to come back and build rapport and relationship faster sure. if you're not making notes of those things. When you're how in the world in two months are you going to remember what that person's specific pain point was, you know, three weeks ago when you spoke with them? Well, you've got to make some notes somewhere. So I have a system that I teach with my folks about how to communicate with um their database on a on a weekly basis. Now, how you implement that, whether that's, you know, through DMs on Instagram or Facebook, or if it's phone calls, if it's text messages, whatever it is to have some one-on-one -on -one communication, we get to try that on, right? But at least this keeps you systematic so that you know you were staying in touch with everybody in your database on a regular basis. Of course, if they're hotter in the pipeline list, then that's elevated, sure. but you have to have that. And let me tell you, when <laughs> I've been in sales for uh, about over a decade now, mm -hmm. and the amount of times that people would be like, I can't believe you remembered that, mm -hmm. you know, like, ah, how do you know that my cat's name is Charlie? Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. not a genius. I yeah. do not have a visual memory. <laughs> I make notes because right. it's important to me to come back into this relationship and make you feel seen and remembered. And that's going to build our rapport. Sure. Well, you can do that in any industry, especially those that require that one-on-one -on -one communication. Okay. So if someone, they're, they've not implemented any systems into their life, what is the first thing that you would recommend that they do like to start? The first thing I would say is you've got to identify what is the number one way that you're going to be bringing in leads, no matter if it's a service or a product that you sell, doesn't matter. How are you going to grow your audience, your database, your pipeline, whatever that is, then you need to get in the habit of doing that consistently. In my opinion, that starts with get up, show up, get up, dress up, show up. Right. I mean, even on the days that nobody's expecting us to clock in, exactly. right? But I'm still up, dressed, ready for my day. Again, as realtors, we never know when we're going to get called out. Right. But at the same time, because I feel awake, I feel ready to attack my day. Sure. Almost all day. Sure. So figuring that out and, and showing up and then doing whatever that is going to be to bring in the sales, that's your first system. Do that, build a routine around that. Then you can start to track it to see, okay, what are my conversion metrics? Where do I need to improve? Where are my gaps? Is it a scripting problem? So on and so forth, because yeah. those are systems too, sure. right? But checking in with yourself to see like, how am I feeling? And being honest with yourself, am I actually doing the work? Right, right. 
Well, I feel like I could talk to you and pick your brain for, for hours and I know we could. So I'd love for us to get back together and especially to chat realtor and, you know, real estate and, and how you generate leads and things like that. But um, for today's purposes, how can my customers or clients get a hold of you or how can they find you? Yeah, absolutely. So of course, however they are listening to this, whatever platform they're on, they can just go right into the search bar, look for Determined AF. That's my podcast. Um, always talking things, alignment, awareness, and systems, how we can create alignment between your business activities and your personal needs and goals. Uh, so that's number one. And then my website, jamiemilam.com, resources there, how we can connect, connections, calls, so on and so forth. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jamie. And I'm going to definitely put all this in the show notes so people can connect. And um, I've had such a wonderful time talking to you. So I hope to talk to you again soon. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. All right. So wasn't Jamie wonderful? So here are a few takeaways from today's uh, talk. So, you know, check in try experimenting with tasks and goals. You know, you never know what works for you. And everyone is different, just like Jamie and I talked. You know, I'm different than Jamie. Jamie's different than you. And um, you may have set hours that you can work and we're all over the place. So, but even with us being all over the place, we still have to have systems in place and boundaries and goals. So, check in, try experimenting, you know, it may not work the first couple of times and then boom, you're going to figure it out. Thirdly, documenting, um, using ClickUp or Asana or Trello, or I use MeisterTask. It doesn't matter what system you use, just document. Sometimes I have a notebook, color blocking your calendar, knowing the amount of time that you spend on a task is crucial. And that way you can schedule yourself for that week, knowing what you, what you've got to do and how long it's going to take you to do it. All right. So the next thing is what is your number one way to grow your database or your pipeline? You know, that's probably where you want to start with your systems because without your pipeline, without your database, you have no business. So that might be the first place that you want to start. How do you lead generate? How do you get business? How do you get people to, um, to subscribe to you or to how do I get clients or how do I find leads for my real estate business? You know, this is a number one thing, a number one way to grow your database, grow your pipeline, figure out what that is and how long it's going to take you to do that. Start there. Start color blocking that each week. How long do you need to take to do that lead generation? How long do you need to take to send those thank you notes? How long do you need to take to work on your pipeline or your funnel? So, you know, make sure that you know what that is and maybe just start there. Start implementing that each week and then the next week, tag something else on. You know, maybe it's um, sending emails, doing your email marketing, you know, tag that on the next week. And then as you build, your system builds and then you can kind of see what works, what doesn't work, and that goes back to your documentation. You know, you want to make sure that you know what's working and what's not. Okay? So be determined and hook up with Jamie. She's she's great. And you can also find her on Facebook, Instagram. She um, has a website. So I'll include all that in the show notes. But I look forward to talking to you again soon.